Welcome, welcome, welcome. Greetings from André Isidoro, NASP São Paulo, Brasil. It's a really pleasure to have you with us. You are listening to English Sabbath School Podcast. Information and transformation. Hi there, dear friends. I'm Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School Podcast. Lesson 9 for Sunday, May 21st. Can you believe it? Today's title, Two Contrasting Systems. Not three, not four, but two contrasting systems. Hmm, let us learn about them. Shall we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for your love for us, for the wonderful light that you shed upon your word. In a world of confusion and disappointment, you are our hope, our goal. May we find you in the, as we study your word. Guide us with your spirit. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the lesson invites us to do what, Marcos? Excellent. Open your Bibles. Open your Bibles. Ivan, you're right. Open your Bibles in any translation that you prefer. Revelation 12, verse 17. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. Revelation 12, 17 says, Then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring, those who keep God's commands and hold fast their testimony about Jesus. And Revelation 17, 14, They will wage war against the Lamb, but the Lamb will triumph over them, because He is Lord of lords and King of kings, and with Him will be His called, chosen, and faithful followers. Question, how is God's church described and what is Satan's reaction to it? Hmm. Read again if necessary. Make notes, get a paper, a pencil, a pen, and write down how is God's church described in these verses and what is Satan's reaction to it. Down through the centuries, God has always had a people who have been faithful to him. Revelation 12, 17 describes the faithful as those who keep the commandments of God and those who are elsewhere depicted as called, chosen, and faithful. Amen. Now, we have another question. So let us read now Revelation 14, verse 8, and Revelation 17, 1 and 2. So open your Bibles there. You're already in Revelation. So Revelation 14, verse 8. Now, finally, we get the second angel's message. Woohoo! <laughs> After 25 days, no, more. <laughs> Whatever. Well, after a long time in the first angel's message, now we are digging into the second angel's message. So, Revelation 14, 8. Focus, Mo, focus. A second angel followed and said, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the Great, which made all the nations drink the maddening wine of her adulteries. And Revelation 17, 1 and 2. Babylon the prostitute on the beast. One of the seven angels who had seven balls came and said to me, Come, I will show you the punishment of the great prostitute who sits by many waters. Whither the kings of the earth committed adultery, and the inhabitants of the earth were intoxicated with the wine of her adulteries. So the question is, What solemn announcement does the angel make? And what did Babylon do to warrant, to deserve 
such an announcement. Yeah. And that's our, our pastor at our local church, Pastor Celio Barcelos uh, likes to say, um, Babylon is fallen, but not completely. There's still parts for it to fall. It hasn't fallen completely. It's the present perfect tense. Very good, Pastor. So here we have, John wrote the book of Revelation at the end of the first century. By this time, the ancient city of Babylon was a dust heap. When John wrote down the messages in the book of Revelation, the literal city of Babylon had been destroyed for more than several centuries. In Revelation, the ancient city of Babylon is taken to be a type or a symbol of the end-time Babylon. In the prophecies of Babylon, of Revelation, Babylon represents a false religious system that will have similar characteristics to Old Testament Babylon. The principles that guided ancient Babylon will be the undergirding structure of modern spiritual Babylon. In Revelation 17, 1-6, a woman dressed in purple and scarlet strides across the landscape of time. This woman rides upon a scarlet-colored beast. The Bible calls her a harlot or prostitute. She has left her true lover, Jesus Christ. Here, the Apostle John gives us a graphic portrayal of an apostate system of religion that has powerful influence in the world. Look at the wording. This power was one with whom the kings of the earth committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Revelation 17.2 from the New King James Version. Drunk, always a negative in the Bible. Yes, and fornication, mm -mm. symbolic of the false teachings, false doctrine and practice. Final question. Both leaders and the common people alike have been negatively influenced by this power. What's our only protection? So we can be deceived by this power as well. So what is our only protection? Ephesians 6, 10, 18. Yes, it's a well-known verse, the, the armor of God. Paul wrote, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For a struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fettered with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. So the question is, what's our only protection? Yes, well, this is the, the end of Lesson 9 for Sunday, May 21st. So we saw the Church of God and the corrupt, prostituted church. 
What are the differences? Are there any similarities? Think about it as we're going to be studying along this week as well. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, oh, we know that you are merciful, but there will be one day that you will punish those who choose iniquity. And But Father, teach us. Be merciful, be patient with us. We many times... We feel like blind people walking around, touching to see where we are going. Guide us with your spirit that we may not be deceived by the enemy. And guide us and bless us on this day so that we may be a blessing to others. It is in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this was Lesson 9. I'm Moasir Sena, Mo Sena for my friends and you are my friends. For more information, please contact us on Facebook at Believes UNESP. Also on Instagram, Believes UNESP. Tell our friends about our podcast, available on any podcast platform. Pretty please, rate us with five stars so that more people may discover us. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us. May the Lord grant you a wonderful Sunday.